Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Mind Your Business here on the Breakfast Show. I'm Audrey Seek. Now, in recent years, Singapore has witnessed a remarkable surge in urban farming. With over 400 farms now supplying both homes and restaurants. Now, this movement offering benefits like reduced energy for food transportation, water conservation, job creation, and affordable local produce aligns seamlessly with Singapore's ambitious 30 by 30 plan. Now, the objective here is to produce 30% of the country's nutritional needs locally by 2030. Leading to investments in traditional and innovative farming practices, including sustainable rooftop farms. Now, three years ago, a pivotal moment occurred as a commercial company secured a three-year tender to operate a rooftop farm atop a multi-story car park in Haugang. Marking a historic milestone in rooftop urban farming. Now, to find out more, let's talk to Gorov Saraf. He's the founder and CEO of Greenhood. Gorov, thanks for joining us here in the studio, bright and early this morning, and welcome to the breakfast show. Hey, thank you, Audrey. Yeah, great to have you on this morning. So. Quite an interesting career path that you've had.、Uh, you gave up your job as a director at a Japanese bank to devote yourself to running a farm. So, what inspired this transition, and how did this vision, you know, come to life? Yeah, very interestingly, I got exposed to the field of agriculture through my career in finance.、Uh, as you guys are well aware,、uh, in the recent years there has been a Outburst in terms of、uh, green financing, sustainable financing, and、mm-hmm. topics such as those wherein you know really、uh, there's a lot of push in putting investor money behind more sustainable、uh, uses of,、uh, of of funds, right? So that is where I learned about agriculture and how resource intensive it is. So, for example, it、uh, consumes seventy percent of world's f- fresh water. As well as thirty-eight、uh, percent of land, right?、Wow. And on top of that, it actually contributes to eighteen percent of greenhouse gas emissions. So that is where I got very intrigued and looked a bit deeper into, you know, how as a society we are looking to innovate and uh, help uh, mitigate this crisis, right? And that's where I sort of stumbled upon、uh, the field of uh, agritech, uh, how new age、uh, devices such as IoT devices. Controllers, sensors are all making agriculture more and more efficient. And then, similarly, from a supply chain perspective, how are we bringing production closer to the consumer, right? And that is where urban farming makes sense, and that's what basically got me、uh, very intrigued. So I would say that,、um, in a nutshell, it was both the sustainability aspect as well as the technology aspect that got me very interested in this field. As Greenhood, sort of our mission is to prepare a net zero land. A net zero water and a net zero energy agriculture system for the society, and that is what kind of keeps me excited towards what we're doing. Yeah, a very admirable, you know, passion for sustainability that drove your decision to start、uh, Greenhood. So let's journey back a bit to the beginning, the initial stages of Greenhood.、Uh, you guys won the government tender three years ago, and you kicked off operations in June. What did that journey look like? What were the challenges that you faced? 
Yeah, it's been very interesting to say the very least. So, so just to give your listeners a background of what we have actually achieved, right? So in terms of the engineering side of things, we have actually built a 5.3 meter tall greenhouse mm-hmm. that's on top of a six-story uh, HDB car park. We are the first company to achieve this feat, right? So what that involved was that a lot of uh, new concepts in terms of bringing controlled environment agriculture, bringing high-tech greenhouses, bringing uh, new sophisticated technology all came into play. And uh, essentially, from the very start, we were very clear that this is something that we wanted to achieve. But what that meant was that obviously we have to do much more work in terms of working with the designers, working with the engineers to come up with uh, designs that are suitable to the Singapore standards in terms of several agencies' approvals, right? So just to give you an example, in Singapore, you have to get clearances from uh, nine different agencies. Oh, wow. (laughs) And that too at two different stages. So it was like a monumental task to get all of these things done in reasonable time frames, right? Mm. So a lot of effort, a lot of iterations went into it. Yeah, so I think the good thing is that finally looking at where we are right now, we have been able to achieve something that has not been there anywhere else. Uh, and that gives us a lot of pride in that. And um, ultimately, we have had residents from Singapore, as well as delegations from abroad, be it like Australia, Belgium, etc., wherein they have come to our farm and really liked, you know, what they see in terms of the technology that we bring in, the aesthetics of the farm as well. So yeah, quite happy to see that. Yeah, uh, that's a great way of explaining this to our listeners. And, you know, as someone who doesn't know much about what it takes to convert a car park rooftop to a functioning farm, are you able to tell us, you know, what the process was like in terms of constructing it, building it, and the hurdles that you had to overcome when it comes to acquiring the permits for it? Sure. So I think that there are a few ways in which uh, one can go about it. But for us, we actually participated in a government tender. Mm. So that is how we procured the the land rights to, to build the farm. Uh, And then subsequent to that, you have to go through several approvals, right? So it would be from um, BCA, for instance, to approve the structure itself, from PUB, from NEA with respect to water usage, with respect to safety in terms of, you know, like dengue and all of that stuff. So there are all these things that one needs to keep into mind before they even start construction. And once you get all these approvals in terms of what your plan is going to be, that is where you start the building phase itself. So it's a two-step process. And then at the end of all of this is where you can get a SFA license to operate as a, as a food operator, right? So otherwise, you're not allowed to sell produce commercially. So that is that. And I think in terms of the hurdles, so I think uh, from our journey, given we were one of the first who did this, obviously, there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of uh, there's no playbook in terms of, you know, what works, what doesn't work. So that is where there's a learning process involved from from our side, from the engineering team that was working alongside it, us as well as the government agencies, because, you know, this was, again, something very new. Mm-hmm. So we had to really deliberate a lot and work with them to get to the right stage, I would say. Yeah, it's always tougher for the pioneers who had to figure out, you know, other people can follow suit, but you're the ones who had to start from scratch and work your way. Uh, lots of hoops that you had to jump through to bring this farm to life. Uh, we understand that Greenhood also employs some very unique techniques, like the inception of seedlings on the ebb and flow table to the final harvest on vertical aeroponic panels. Can you walk us through some of these techniques and why they're special? Yeah, absolutely happy to. And um, the key focus from my perspective was to make it a high-tech farm. And obviously the goal being that we have to increasingly make uh, our model uh, labor efficient as well, right? 
So that was the key focus. So some of the key areas that I would like to highlight is number one, we are a 100% soil free farm. So it's a 100% aeroponic, which basically helps in the product yield as well as uh, the quality of the produce that we get. Secondly, we have a controlled environment greenhouse. What that essentially means is that we have an array of uh, IoT sensors and controllers that allow us to really control the environment within the greenhouse, be it temperature, be it humidity, be it nutrient levels. So essentially the plants really get the conditions that uh, they want in terms of growing well. So that's the sort of second key element. Mm. And uh, finally, we are registered for a patent for our own vertical aeroponic channels. And what that means is that we are able to grow eight layers of crops vertically on top of the rooftop, right, which is very unique. Uh, So you would see that most of the outdoor-based farms are typically single-led versus through our innovation Ah. and testing, we have built a a very unique system that, that can grow crops vertically. So, and it looks very, very nice to the eye as well. So that's an added plus. Yeah, well, if you're just joining us, we are chatting with Gaurav Saraf. He's the founder and CEO of Greenhood, which operates a rooftop farm on top of a multi-story car park, a revolutionary milestone in rooftop urban farming in Singapore. So Gaurav, you know, in the pursuit of broadening your customer base, how do you market your products to get people to try your produce? You know, can you share some of the strategic initiatives you have adopted to showcase your produce. Absolutely. And uh, so part of the reasons of why we chose a rooftop model was for us to bring in customers and residents to our farm to really see and witness what we have done and essentially to trust the growing process behind it as well in terms of having 100% pesticide-free produce. So that's one of the key pillars of our marketing strategy. Uh, And we try to fulfill this by having farm tours as well as events such that the residents can come in, check it out and actually know more about us because Mm. the story is as important as the produce that that we ultimately grow. In terms of other initiatives, we obviously work with uh, social uh, media marketing uh, as well as influencers uh, to kind of get the word across. And um, finally, to make the customer journey a bit easier, we also offer free delivery to our customers. Oh, I like free delivery. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and and free samples as well for our first time uh, customers. That sounds great. And uh, before we let you go, really quickly, what has the feedback been like? Can you share any noteworthy testimonials or what you've heard from those who have tried your products? Yeah, absolutely. So the feedback has been really overwhelming, both from uh, the individual customers as well as the restaurants who we supply to. And uh, on the individual side, basically, we get very superlative comments in terms of you know best arugula we have ever had mm. to best kale in town. Uh, and and on the restaurant side, because they care more about the shelf life, you know, we have gotten feedback that uh, our produce stays, you know, fresh and healthy even for three weeks, right? Which is like, uh, again, a testament to our growing process. That sounds great. And thank you so much, Gora, for joining us on Money FM this morning and for sharing your experiences uh, and hopes for rooftop urban farming in Singapore. Thank you very much, Audrey. Really appreciate that. Thank you. We were chatting with Gorov Saraf. He's the founder and CEO of Greenhood. Keep it here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.